premium content, paid content, paywalled content, whatever you want to call it. Bonus content that your audience pays for on top of your free content is a great way to start monetizing your podcast. And with the advent of Apple and Spotify's subscription options and third-party companies like Patreon or Buy Me A Coffee, it's easier than ever to set up. But how do you know if it's time to start creating premium content? And how do you know if it's right for your audience? The type of audience you have, how much disposable income they have, how loyal they are, etc. These are all questions you should ask yourself when deciding whether or not to create premium content. You could start with these questions about your audience. How often do they listen to my podcast? Do I leave them wanting more? Do I answer their most burning questions? Do I entertain them? Do they have spare time? Do they have disposable income? Do they find value in my content? You're trying to build up a picture of your most loyal listeners. So think carefully about this, or better yet, ask them. Put out a question on social media, something like, should I start doing bonus episodes for subscribers? And see what the reaction is. You can then start conversations with the people who answer to dig deeper and find out the type of content they would like to see and would pay for. But before you promise this bonus content, however, make sure that you have something to give. What do you currently offer your audience? Is it entertainment, information, wisdom? Whatever it is, make sure that you have more to give. Can you go deeper into certain subjects? Can you offer more in-depth dives or different perspectives? Can you collaborate with others? Can you talk more about your subject? Do you run out of time, but not things to say? Do you have personal experience you want to share? Do you have content you want to share, but you don't really know where it fits? If you answer yes to some of these questions, at least, if not all of them, then you probably have more to give, and that can be in the form of premium content. If your audience is ready for you to start creating bonus content, and you've got the space and passion to do it, Let's talk more about what shape that content can take. If you use subscription services like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, the bonus content you offer will be audio-based. This implies bonus episodes or extended edits, but that's not all. You could also offer bonus episodes with special guests, Q&A sessions from your audience. You could read listener stories book TV or movie reviews and watch-along episodes, collaborative episodes with other podcasts, behind-the-scenes clips of your podcast, get-to-know-the-host episodes, audio from live shows or Instagram Live or YouTube videos, or quick-fire question episodes. The type of episodes you can offer are endless and open for you to get really creative. You know what your audience are into from the previous exercise, so give them content that will appeal to them specifically. If you're using Patreon or a similar service like Buy Me A Coffee for your subscriptions, you can also offer other types of non-audio content. You could offer invites to live events, live chat opportunities, access to an exclusive community, physical merchandise, 
voting and focus groups, and other digital content and downloads. This type of offer really enables you to form a deeper, more interactive relationship with your audience. For more ideas on the kind of bonuses you could offer, just have a look at the patrons of some of your favourite podcasters that offer subscriptions and see what they have to offer. And now you've got a choice to make. Now let's look at two of the new subscription services from Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and the most popular option for podcasters, which is Patreon. Apple Podcasts' subscription option allows creators to offer premium and freemium, which is bonus content that is free, content. Creators can set a subscription rate and offer bonus podcast content within the Apple Podcasts app. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem that the creators are entitled to any of the data of their subscribers, making it impossible for them to contact them or form a relationship with them. This data privacy is good for the users, but it kind of defeats the point of collecting a subscribed group of loyal listeners if you can't identify them. It's also the most expensive option. There's a 19.99 yearly fee and a whopping 30% on revenue. This drops to 15% after the first year, but even that is quite a large chunk of your revenue. Now, Spotify's subscription offering differs from Apple's in a number of ways. There are still options for premium and freemium content, but that content can be accessed across all podcast players, a massive boom for those not using Spotify as their main podcast app. There are also plans to make subscriber data available to creators so that they can interact with their most loyal listeners. Plans for listeners are limited to either $2.99, $4.99 or $7.99, which feels quite constricting, but perhaps that isn't an issue for you. It's free to set up, and for the first two years, Spotify won't take any of your revenue. This will go up to 5% in 2023, but this is still much more favourable than Apple's 15-30%. to 30%. Patreon has been a useful tool to monetize podcasts for creators for a number of years. Creators are able to set up various tiers of subscription level and make their bonus content available across any podcast app via a private RSS feed. Creators can see their audience data and interact with them to foster relationships with their most loyal audience members. Another great thing about Patreon is that you can offer other bonus content beyond podcasts, including video, merchandise, and meet and greets. It's free to get started with Patreon, and then they take five, eight, or 12% of your monthly income, depending on which plan you're on. For some more subscription services to offer bonus content to your audience, you could have a look at these options. Buy me a coffee, supporting cast, flatter, without the E, coffee, spelled K-O-F-I, and tippy, which is tip and then three E's. I have limited experience with these apps. I've, I have a buy me a coffee, but other than that, I haven't really used them, but you know, do go ahead and try them out. Now, producing a podcast is already a resource heavy, time consuming process. So adding in extra bonus content may seem a bit overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. There are different ways we can make producing extra content for your most loyal listeners simple and painless. 
Firstly, you may not need to record much extra content. If your bonus content consists of full-length interviews or unedited episodes, you'll just be reusing the content you already have. This will take a little editing time still, but you won't have to record anything new, so the extra time will be minimal. If your bonus content is answering questions from your audience or looking behind the scenes at your show, you will obviously have some recording to do, but it won't take much more planning time. The content is already provided to you, so you just have to press record. However, if you do put in some time to planning and recording, there is a way to make the most effective use of your time, and you'd have probably heard me speak about this before. Batch recording is when you record all of your content at one time to make use of having your calendar free and your equipment set up. You can spend a day or two recording and have a content for the whole month. How you go about this is completely up to you and depends on your podcast and schedule. But here's an example of how you could construct it. You could, on Saturday, record four one-hour bonus episodes. You could edit two of them, which may take one to four hours, depending on how much editing you do. So that's about a total of five to eight hours on the Saturday. Then on the Sunday, you could edit the remaining two. That's another one to four hours. Then spend, you know, 45 minutes to an hour writing descriptions. Upload them in about 15 minutes. That gives you a total of two to five hours. So each day you're spending, you know, an average of like four hours a day. And then you are producing content for a whole month from a weekend spent recording. Like I said, this may not work for you and it depends on your situation, but recording in batches is an effective way to save time and simplify. And finally, you can outsource the hard work. Finding an editor like me, like the pod farm, is pretty straightforward. Google, Fiverr, Instagram, etc. are all great resources for this. Just search podcast editor and you'll find plenty of people. Paying someone else to do this time-consuming work with some of the money that you generate from having premium content is a great way to start building sustainability into your podcast. It can take a little time and effort to get going, but once you're generating income, you can pay someone else to do the editing and uploading and free up some of your own time again. And now that we've produced this bonus content, it's time to tell the world about it. You're going to want to share your content during the episodes, so your most loyal listeners will be exposed to it and know that you have premium content. Podcasts have one of the best completion rates of all media, around 86%, meaning that 86% of people will listen all the way through your show. But most of that drop-off comes at the end, during the routine outro that so many people skip. That's why so many people are now dropping the traditional outro and adding calls to action at the beginning of the show. I like to recommend this format for shows that I work on. First, having a quick overview of the episode and a reason to stay tuned in, the value that you're providing for the episode, and then straight into a call to action. In this case, it would be, I've got this premium content, please do go and sign up. And then you'd have the rest of the episode. This ensures that more people are exposed to the call to action while they're still alert and tuned in. Of course, social media is also a place you're going to want to share your bonus content, 
So some of the ways you could do it include sneak peeks and bonus clips of the episode, behind the scene tours of what you get when you sign up, so what it looks like to a, sign- to a subscriber, reviews and testimonials from people who have already signed up, and most importantly with social media and all marketing in general really, repetition, repetition, repetition. People need to hear a message multiple times before they take action. So use social media as a place to remind them repeatedly. It may seem like too much, but if someone gets annoyed and stops following you, they will probably be never going to be a subscriber anyway. Another great place to find future subscribers is in an email list. These are people who have actively subscribed to you. They have shown an interest in what you're putting out there and want more than your average social media follower. These are some of the warmest leads in marketing speak, so be sure to let your email list know all about your premium content. So you've got the knowledge, you've recorded the podcast, and you've built the audience. Now it's time to reap what you have sown and get paid. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope it's given you some valuable insight and information to help you along your podcast journey. To find out more about The Pod Farm and what I do, follow on Instagram or YouTube at The Pod Farm or visit thepodfarm.com to check out the podcasting course and see how The Pod Farm can help you start a successful podcast. See you next time. Thank you.